You are listening to the Power and Pros podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast, y'all. Last episode, I shared that my word of the year is permission. And my main focus is allowing myself to be confident in my decisions. And it is such a conscious thing for me that I have to do. Making decisions I thought was difficult for me. And I'm realizing that it's not. I actually always know what I want to do. I have a pretty good sense of when I want to do it or when it would feel right. Maybe not exactly when I want to do it, but what feels kind of comfortable. What I actually struggle with is allowing myself to be confident in that decision. And there are a lot of things that play into what makes us confident or what kind of sucks away our confidence. And so there are moments that I think I lack confidence, but as I examined it, it's actually guilt that I'm feeling. And so confidence does affect what permissions you give yourself. But I think that a lot of times we mistakenly think that we're lacking in confidence when it's really the presence of something else. And as I begin to examine and take stock of some things that have happened to me in the past two weeks, I realize that guilt is what's popping off for you, girl. So I want to chat about how we can process the guilt that accompanies prioritizing ourselves and the steps we can take to work through that feeling. But first, we're going to get into the power punch of the week. My fingertip single, Releasing You, a necessary yet devastating change. You were mine to have, to hold, to replay my sins, to keep myself caged. I could tell myself all the things I didn't deserve again and again and believe it. Our patterns seemed as destined as the lines on my hands. And now my fingertips tingle as I let you go, gripping to guilt and shame no more. All right, y'all. So this piece is pretty much just about me holding on to guilt and shame and how that feels. Um, I wanted to tap into the physicality of that because I think that when we think about things like guilt, things that we just kind of say, oh yeah, I was feeling kind of guilty about that, or I was feeling jealous, or I've been kind of stressed. We don't think about what that does to the body all the time. And so with this piece, I kind of wanted to explore that. And so with me saying my fingertips tingle, when you hold tightly to something, you feel your pulse. I literally feel it in my fingertips. I can feel it. My hand starts to get hot. It can get sweaty at times and it's work to hold on to things. And so with this, I'm talking about release. I mentioned how it's necessary, but it's devastating. I think that when we are used to having things as a crutch or we've been doing something for a while, even though we know it's necessary not to bring it into this new phase or new area that we're going into, it can still be devastating to change your patterns and your habits. And it's also a recognition that you can't keep yourself caged anymore. You're going to have to step out and go beyond your boundaries. You're going to have to tell yourself a new narrative besides the things that you don't deserve. It's like, no, you do deserve things. And so um, I just think that this piece, I don't know, just kind of came to me super short. And I think that that's not even how releasing guilt is. It's not a short process all the time, but I think it can be. I think as... I start to get better at 
releasing and even recognizing that I'm being guilty about something, then it's easier for me to release myself from it. It's easier for me to identify why I'm feeling guilty about something. It's easier for me to decipher who I might need to talk to. If I need to pray about it, if I need to write it out, if I need to listen to a song, if I need to call a friend, okay, whatever I need to do, it start, it starts to get a little bit easier to do. And then as we get to the end, I say, and now my fingertips tingle as I let you go, but I'm gripping to guilt and shame no more. And so it kind of goes, I repeat the first line and the last line, but the first line I say, my fingertips tingle releasing you. And the last I say, now my fingertips tingle as I let you go. So it's like the, it's like the continuation of the process, but it is now complete once you get to the end of the piece and I'm not gripping to anything anymore. And so the, the piece kind of leaves with me not saying, what will I do now with out having to hold on to the guilt and shame that I feel. What will I grab onto now? Who will, what will my hands consume? What will, um, I mentioned our pattern seemed as destined as the lines on my hands. What is my new pattern now? What's my new destiny? What, and it kind of just speaks to opportunity. And I think that when we release guilt, when we release shame, there is an opportunity for us to hold on to something else, something that is greater, something that we can really tap into, something that can bless other people. And so this piece, again, was short and sweet. I think I was shocked by it. Um, this is only my second poem of 2021. So I'm excited that I even wrote it out because it's been hard for me to pick up my pen lately. Um, um, but with me doing this one, it's kind of motivating me to keep it up because I like how this came out. And this was a first take Drake. Um, so no editing on this one. I kind of just wrote how I felt and then wanted to release it and share it with you guys. So um, let me know how you're feeling about it. If you not have not signed up for the pros and praise pages, please, please, please do. Um, that is a space where I will be sharing more about how I feel. There's actually a scripture that kind of led into um, me writing this piece. So I'm going to be sharing that in the newsletter to come out next week. And it's just another place for me to connect with you guys. So please, please, please click the link in the show notes if you haven't signed up for that just yet. And then we're going to get into the episode. All right. So as we start to talk about guilt, I wanted to first set up a definition of what guilt is. So we're all on the same page as we walk through this thing. And so guilt is the fact of having committed a specific or implied offense or crime. The fact of having committed a specific or implied offense or crime. We have to recognize that offenses we measure ourselves against aren't a crime and often they aren't facts. We imply how others may feel and react, and then we begin to tailor our actions before we even get the chance to act in the thing we were supposed to be giving ourselves permission to do. And so for me, I will know what I want to do. So that's that decision making, right? And then where I'm supposed to be walking in confidence of that decision, I begin to think about others. I start to think about how would they imply what I'm doing ways that could be offensive to them, ways that it could be one of their moral crimes, right? So not necessarily a crime as in murdering somebody or a tax fraud or something, but for that individual person, you know, for people around you, what's considered a detriment to them, what's a line that they have. And so you start to evaluate at times when you're making the decision, how it's going to affect those around you. And when we do that, what can happen is it starts to take off the focus on us puts it on them 
And then our actions kind of don't align with their actions, which they don't always have to because we're our own people. But that's where the guilt starts to show up because you're trying to make what you want to do, your goals, your purpose fit into someone else's life structure and they won't work. It's like trying to put a circle into a square hole. It's just they don't go together. But there's different ways that I find that guilt shows up. And so the first way often is that guilt will paralyze. Once you recognize what you want to do and who it affects, you likely will decide not to act altogether if guilt is showing up for you in a paralyzing way. So an example of this could be an only child who wants to move outside of their hometown, but they feel guilty about not being able to help the fam. Maybe there's a family business. Maybe somebody um, is ill or the family's just used to them being there, right? And so they deny themselves the permission to act on their dreams. That is a way of a decision that they want to make, them assuming or implying the responsibility of guilt on themselves and then therefore not allowing themselves the permission to act in a desired manner. So that's the first way that guilt can show up is to paralyze. The second way is to disable. So if you gave yourself the green light to move, that's great and you're walking in that, but then you dim your light in the process. So an example of how that can manifest is if you started a business or launched a project, but you don't pub it out of fear of being braggy or selfish. And that is something that happens so often. And the really problem with disabling is that you're you're half you're half moving. And so it can kind of trick your brain to thinking you're walking in confidence, to thinking that, yep, I've gave myself permission to do this thing. I wrote the vision, I made a plan, and here I am. I have launched the project. The website is up. You might have your first customer for what you're selling. You've getting double taps on your posts, on your Instagram pages, and, and XYZ, but really, you're not shining as bright as you could be. You're not really moving forward with all your ideas. You're just going to do a couple because that one, that one's too far. That one's a little bit too putting me in a spotlight. And I have had this happen. Multiple times. I get disabled a lot due to guilt. Sometimes it's fear, but I'm again, I'm recognizing that guilt plays a part. And so I have this podcast, of course, and then I also have writing friends. So I have friends who have different creative projects. Um, not all of them are podcasts. And then I have a lot of people that I know who write, whether it's journaling, poetry, or what have you. And I've had to catch myself in moments when I felt guilty for sharing my wins with them. And it's wild because it has nothing to do. My success has nothing to do with what they're doing. But oftentimes it can feel that way. It can feel like, all right, if I go in a group chat and be like, all right, y'all, I'm at so-and-so views on my first reel, or if I'm at so-and-so listens, or I wrote this really dope poem today, I want to share it with y'all. And I also know that somebody in the group or the person that I'm reaching out to, maybe they've been struggling with writing poems or maybe they haven't released said video or said podcast or, you know, you, you, you get it. Whatever they're working on, I start to then dim my light. I start to then wonder if I should do X. You start to actually, when you're disabled by guilt, you start to assume other people's fears. 
in that moment too. That's kind of a residual effect of operating in this space is when you share with others and you are dimming, they are also dimming themselves likely. There's something that they can do that they're not. And so then you guys begin to start fear swapping and sharing what you want to do, but that you're not going to allow yourself to do. And then it seems normal because you have an accomplice in the dimming of your light. And so disabling has multiple ways that it can kind of spawn off from the original decision to act half-steppingly. And it's because you do make a move. When you're paralyzed with guilt, it kind of doesn't manifest into anything else except, you know, maybe sadness, discontentment, X, Y, Z. But it's because you didn't make movements towards your goal. With disabling, of course, when you move, there are going to be different things that come up even internally that you'll have to work through. But I think the big piece is when you're dimming your light for others because then your guilt has something to attach itself to and it's living, it's breathing, it's changing and it's fuel to the fire. And so if you're hesitating to make a move, it might not be fear, it might be guilt. And I really just want y'all to sit with those two ways and think about are you being paralyzed in a certain area? Are you disabling yourself from really going for it? Like it is still the top of a new year. There are things that we wanted to do last year that maybe couldn't come to fruition. There are things that you thought about this week that you want to do. And then immediately after we can have those thoughts of guilt that begin to paralyze and disable us from moving forward. And so the process of releasing guilt is, is, a freeing experience and it's something that are really really as we make it a practice begin to help us to move forward in in so many avenues like you'll you'll really begin to see it and again it frees other people but the process is going to feel self-centered and that's because it is that's because it is it all begins with understanding that the offense isn't factual which gets back to the essence of what a guilty person is. So if you think about the justice system, a person is innocent until proven guilty of a crime. We have to develop an innocent mindset. And from there, you can begin to see the hope in the situation. So if you're already thinking like, if I make this move, I'm going down. It's not going to be helpful me. And so-and-so going to get into it and all that type stuff. You're Again, you're going to be paralyzed. You won't be able to move forward with that mindset. Having an innocent mindset frees you up. You start to think about the possibilities. You start to think about who will support you in that place. Who can you collaborate with? And and it'll just begin to spark your creativity in a new way. And so I want to walk through three different ways or steps that we can take to release guilt in our lives. The first step is to dismiss the charge. When you recognize that you're owning and operating in thoughts that imply that you may have wronged others, you have to dismiss them. They aren't truth. They aren't factual. And that's what makes a guilty person is the fact that they committed X crime. And so if there's no fact in the situation, it can be dismissed. It is not going to upstand in the court that you've placed yourself in, right? And so you have to recognize first when you're owning and operating in those thoughts. Because again, there are times we think we're just lacking confidence. There are times we think, oh, I'm just scared. I've never done this before. When really on the back end of that, there's some guilt there that we have to work through the source of, the root of, and, and why that's coming up for us. 
So we have to recognize, first of all, but then after that, we have to dismiss that thought as the truth. Dismiss the charge is the first step. Second, we have to acknowledge the alternative victim. When we assume guilt, we are making those around us the victim of our actions. In reality, we are the victims of our inaction. When you have something on your heart, whether it's just a desire that you wanted to do, you were inspired by a book that you read, you received a word from God, and then you don't do it. First of all, the call doesn't go away. The vision is still in your mind. But when we start to put that on the back burner for others out of out of that guilt and shame of wondering how it's going to affect them, we start to uphold those people as victims in our lives that need to be protected when in reality, we are creating victims of ourselves. We're not honoring what we want to do. We're not honoring our, our truth. We're not being transparent with ourselves. And you start to operate out of a mask with yourself and with other people. They start to ask you, hey, what's up with the podcast you were talking about? And you're like, oh, I don't know. I just kind of didn't want to do it anymore. When it's like, that actually ain't true. You just worried about your homegirl and the fear she was talking about why she don't want to start her show. And you started walking around with that. So we really, really have to acknowledge who's the alternate and actually the true, I would rather say true instead of alternate victim in this case. And once you start to think about you and bring you back into view, it starts to be a little bit clearer on how you're missing out in the situation overall. And the third step is to get from behind bars. Allow yourself to explore the freedom you have in making your own decisions. There is freedom there. There is joy. There is exuberance. There is excellence waiting on the other side of you thinking of and then actually acting out what you want to do. And it could be something as small as you wanted to eat some Reese's Puffs and all you have in the house is Frosted Flakes. If you eat those Frosted Flakes, even though in your mind you decided that Reese's Puffs would really be a hit, you might have to go to the store. There's going to be some steps to take to get there, right? But once you have that bowl and you're eating it, then it's like, all right, yep, this is exactly what I wanted. And I'm so happy that I decided to go to the store and get it done. It, it's just really something on the other side of that. I don't even know why I use Reese's Puffs because I don't even like peanut butter, y'all. But you, you hear the vision. You hear what I'm saying. And so we have to avoid putting ourselves on parole or creating additional hurdles that you have to go through. Give yourself permission to let things be exactly as they are exactly as they are. If you've ever experienced someone who was in prison, even of the mind, when they're out and about in the free world with other people, what begins to happen is they they operate under a different set of rules than everyone else. People on house arrest, they can't do or go where everyone else can go. And it really, really, um, it gets difficult to hang out with them or to kind of go where they're going because you're not playing under the same stakes. So if you can go to the store and they can't leave the house, it kind of gets difficult to operate, right? And so if you want to want to go places, you want to do things and you're giving yourself permission to go out and do that, 
you can't you have to give yourself permission to truly let things be exactly as they are don't create additional parameters don't put extra blockages on your path just let it just let it be make your decisions walk confidently in them release the charge of implied crime and move forward one step at a time but move forward so the power tool for this week is to take off the shackles guilt change you to an offense and oftentimes when we examine the situation it was an offense that we didn't even make that we didn't even make so i want to challenge you guys to write fear on the left side of a piece of paper and then write guilt on the right side and think about things that you want to be doing but aren't and then you i want you to write if it falls on the fear side or the guilt side it might surprise you that there's actually guilt that you're operating out of that you don't have to be chained to take off the shackles this exercise brings awareness to the root of what it is that's disabling us and to embody our inner voice and can provide a roadmap to reclaim your power to get from behind the bars that sometimes we put up unknowingly so of course as you guys fill those out feel free to hit me up on instagram let me know how you guys are feeling with the exercise i think it's a little bit different it's not a full out writing prompt but i think simply just placing things in those two categories can be eye-opening so be sure to hit me on insta at power and pros podcast you can also 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 please 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 be sure to rate and review the show I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, And as I am growing and glowing myself, I would love if you're enjoying the content to let your girl know. So be sure to rate and review the show. Also, stay tuned. I will be having a clubhouse discussion with one of my sisters. She is the host of the Better With Bubbles podcast. And we're going to be hitting clubhouse to talk about the topic breaking the news to my parents that I'm grown, okay? And as we begin to really examine permission and being able to do what we want to do to own our voice authentically, we realize that there are certain people that we're fearful of kind of expressing those permissions with. And I think that our parents, especially because they're so pivotal in the foundation of us becoming who we are, can be one of those main people that can kind of um, disable or paralyze us from doing the things that we want to do. So join us on Clubhouse for our discussion. It's going to be on Friday, January 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Be there. Don't meet me there. Beat me there. Be sure also to sign up for the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter if you haven't already. Link will be in the show notes. Super excited to connect with you guys again outside of the podcast, outside of Instagram. Kind of give you a peek into what I'm doing during the week if I have any thoughts. Um, Of course, poems are always going to be flowing your way. Scriptures, songs, all that good stuff. So make sure that you subscribe to the newsletter in the show notes. Also, I was featured as a guest in the Modify by Mindset podcast. If you guys remember Maya, she was um, on the Power in Modifying Your Mindset um, episode. She was my guest on the show and now I'm a guest on her show. Um, So I was speaking on the topic, Conquer Your Mountain One Step at a Time, Sis. 
So um, I, it was just a super, super fruitful conversation. And I just love Maya and everything that she's doing. So be sure to click the link in bio to her episode and check it out. Love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. See y'all on the next episode.